Episode 337, The Rant, Ryan Walker, Wavy, Part 2, The Return. Newly minted Master of Ceremonies at Crunch Time Basketball. One year and a pandemic ago, we could only but visualize what summer basketball would be like in New York. The time is now, and everything that we worked for came to fruition. We chop it up with Wavy after a long night on the mic after spectating all these games that came out and showing up and showing out for Long Island. Ryan Walker, part two, the return, now. The Rant has been brought to you by Geo Studios, now open. They are located one block south of Westbury Train Station in the heart of Long Island, New York. Looking to bring your art or event to life? Trying to record a podcast? Enjoy six rooms of studio space to create audio and visual content. It also includes an 800-square-foot cyclorama wall studio, a state-of-the-art recording studio, three breakout rooms for four to six people each, which include a green room and lounges, a quality surround sound with six speakers and studio lighting, and most importantly, two on-site restrooms. You know I need my restrooms. Book your space today. For more information, find us at geoevents.com. The Rant has been brought to you by Long Island Legends U, the premier youth flag football league on Long Island. Calling all ages from four under to 18 and under, both boys and girls. Sign up as a team or a free agent. Expect pictures, social media posts, full game weekly highlight videos, and much, much more. Fall season for 2021 is rapidly approaching. Sign up today. To register, visit legendsu.com or follow us on Instagram at LILegendsU. Legends are not born, they are created. The Rant has been brought to you by The Island Garden, located at 45 Cherry Valley Avenue, West Hempstead, New York. Long Island. Enjoy three basketball courts with various camps, clinics, leagues, and the biggest AAU outfit in the nation, the Long Island Lightning. For more information to find out how you can get on the court, contact Tom at islandgarden.com. Welcome to another edition of The Rant. I'm your host, Ralph the Ref. I'm with a super special guest, man, somebody that has literally grown from the last time we did a podcast that I ended up not releasing. I'll probably release it at some point, but man, I got somebody that I, I really <laughs> I really admire only because he's unified unified in the same front as I with putting Long Long Island, putting it on the map, man. And I was really fortunate enough to watch him at Dykeman, just like we talked from episode 184 fame, famed um, basketball aficionado. Anyway, which way, man, just talking about the game, knowledge of the game, being able to explain it to other people, watching games, spectating, just being everywhere. Now, man, one of the newly minted MCs at crunch time. It's just like, you know, I was so proud, man, but I'm with Ryan Walker. How are you, my friend? Good, man. This is Ralph. Back at it. Back at it, man. Strong Allen, we here. Man, it, it's a lot different now. It's a lot different. Wavy Walker, what they call me by for the Instagram, but, you know, everybody know me for Rob, what it is. But um, it's just... It's blessed, man. Everything is really, really, like, coming forward. And um, I'm just happy. I'm just really, really blessed. I promise you. Yeah, yeah, man. That feels really good. And I was very fortunate enough. We'll talk about that project that we're releasing. It's going to be called Walking With Wavy. We're going to do a, a total of three episodes. And, you know, today I think was really special because I had games somewhere. And it was really crazy. Shout out to my boy Danny who's doing his camera work right now, trying to get this part of the documentary into it. But... You know, he called me up and he was like, yeah, I'm at the Bronx. He's like, yo, you sure your games ain't going to be canceled because my joints were outside, right? And he was like, because um, it looks like it's raining. And I, yo, I ain't seen nothing. I didn't see. As soon as we started that game, I saw like this big eclipse. And then it turned like, 
M Night Shyamalan. It's scary. Like it, it, it turned, it, it turned very like, is it gonna? And and then everyone's like, nah, we good. It ain't gonna rain. And it, it hurt. You see the thunder cracking, and you're like, oh okay. And they're like, nah, it's not gonna get us. And then it just started raining, and everyone's like, you think we're gonna play? And I'm like, it doesn't look like it. So. My plan was I was supposed to have a game at 5.30, 6.30, and 7.30. But lo and behold, since that one game only lasted four minutes, I was like, I'm going to just bum rush them over there. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't even have like my equipment, but it worked out because I'm trying to do this little rugged motif where I'm not using a gimbal and I'm making it more kind of unsteady only because, I don't know, I feel like it, it fits the vibration of like what's happening because you're emerging as you know, your own MC, you're trying to figure out your style. You're doing it in real time. And what, how I could tie this in and officiating is because we talked about this like at length before of like, when you first start officiating, it ain't like McDonald's where somebody can just come to the back, like your manager can go like, all right, you have, you're supposed to press this button, this button. And you have the patience for that. Cause you're like, all right, this is the first day. They probably scared. In basketball, nobody care about no referee first day. Trust me on that. Cause if you messing up in real time, it's not as if I can say, like, all right, exit stage left, like, sub, sub, I don't want to do... Nah, you're going you gonna to sit with it, and hopefully you don't make that mistake early enough for it to affect you in the long term, or you start getting to the point where you're developing that thick skin where you're just okay. And, you know, we even saw it in real time. You know, shout out to my mans, Mike Nardone and uh, Max Oliver, who was on the, on the games. And I just remember just watching them, like, yeah, this is going to be very tough. And to be told, to form... That, that first quarter, in terms of just like trying to regulate it and control it and just make it like, let's try to make it smooth moving forward. Because there's nothing that they could do. I mean, we, we just had just, just a collision of, of just highly competitive basketball players. And when you're around that, I mean, you don't want to choke the game. But at the same time, you have to insert some sort of authority only because it would have gotten out of control. And I understand that from that point. So it's really hard because that's what you get out of these type of leagues. But, man, it was so honorable to just bum rush you and just kind of just come come up and yo what's crazy is that i saw you and i don't know if you saw me because you was going up to dj and i like i like hid like behind the car as if like we were doing like a you know like a stakeout where i'm like we're shooting back and forth so that all i did was i pressed record and i was like i don't care i don't care if there's no mic let's see what this does let's see how rugged this sounds and luckily for me your microphone was attached so you could hear the audio from the the gym and then like it turned out to be perfect man so that's that was my story that's how i came early i was just like you know what i'm gonna just pull up and we're just gonna make episode three or episode two or whatever it was because after i saw that video i kind of waited because i wanted it to sit because i wanted to see what my man's was going to do and when he chopped it up the way he chopped it i was like yo this is legit because it really tells your story and what's really cool is just the aesthetic of seeing the luscious green of the Southern State Parkway while we're driving to the city. Like just thinking of how it's like a perfect representation of you. A little bit of city, but always Long Island is like always a piece of you, even if you're in the city. And then when we're, we're in Long Island, we're still talking about the city and it's like vice versa. So it really felt as though like it was the authentic side of you. But what were your thoughts when, when I just bum rushed on you? You know, it's, it was so crazy because, um, you know, shout out to um, to Mo, Marcus, and me back at Crunch Time because um, they gave me the opportunity. You mm -hmm. know, Mo, um, like I said, me, you know, I always tell you, me and Mo go so way back. And um, what he was doing at Crunch Time, he um, let me know about when the league was happening. I used to come out for all the games. And um, 
you know, getting get a good rapport with Maybach. I told you how we, um, Maybach was like, who is this guy? And then we got so cool, and it wasn't nothing bad. It was just like, this guy's got to know somebody how I was, you know, heckling and talking at the games. And um, me and Marcus got a rapport later on, and, and just who, like, I like always knew Marcus was, and I knew he was, like, the head guy. But I was like, like, I, I always used to forget his name and stuff like that, and it's so crazy, but I knew he was the head guy, and, and I'm so important for what he does at crunch time. But um, without those three guys, I... You know, I, I would always be me, and I was always in my own lane, but I wouldn't have this different opportunity Yeah, with with um being to MC and announce mm. what they're doing there at crunch time. And, and it's just so crazy because, you know, I've gotten so used to it now where, um, you know, the, the first game when we, I look at the schedule and I look at everything because I, you know, I I'm at so many basketball tournaments where I, I look at everything around the world. And um, I'm like, okay, I look at the schedule, and I'm like, well, I said, well, White's got to coach the second game. So if he's got to coach the second game, White's probably going to do the first game, and I'll do his second game, and White could do the third. Because at the end of the day, like, we family there. Like, pardon me, I'll, I'll do anything for those guys. So whatever they say, how we going to run the ship, that's how we going to run it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I always go speak to White first because White is the first voice that – came for crunch time and, yeah. and even him on his story he'll tell you he he got put into it by right, 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 you know right. what I mean and, that's and, why he, he was like he was yet. so good but he was reluctant but then like that's why I'm not surprised that he's okay with stepping out because that's yeah. not originally what he wanted to do that Ooh, was something just yes. based out of necessity yes he um he's so brilliant as an MC in music alone that he kind of got thrown into the basketball thing and you you're good with that? words yeah I- exactly so now they're like you know you could do this and it goes from then so even a lot of times they tell me like, you know, like like I'm happy like what you're doing because like you helped me. Like now I don't have to do so much because especially with their full schedule and we get to split games and go from there and we all work and clean and sweep and mop and we all do what we have to do, you know, stay there long hours. See that. You know, to, to make sure that um, you know, everything is 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 together. And um it, it's just good to just be with them. And so when you call me on camera, it's like I'm so used to it now. Mm. Like, I'm so, I'm so, I, I was never nervous behind the camera. I've been doing things on the camera and talking for a long time. But that, that right there is like, when you got that platform and you can, like, you literally can control things. Not, not, not control it, but your, your voice is very um, impactful for what's going on with the game. Mm. And, um, you know, it's just it's just a really, it's a um, it's a it's a scary feeling. It's, it's really really great. So, and even I felt like Chichinga there. I was like, damn, no, I'm getting tired of it. But like, damn, now you want It's yeah, a long you, summer. You could you when, could, when is you, this over? You, you know could, what I mean? You could put it in perspective yeah. of like how hard he works, how, how hard he works, the how, how hard he works on it's it. So it's it's so difficult. Yeah. It's, it's it's really you, you have to always create new stuff. You have to create your own style. And, you know, at first when I was learning, I was doing it, and I was like, well, I, you know, I say some things with these guys saying this, and I had to learn my own style. And then now I got my own little thing with it again. Now I can get my own creativity to go with it. So it's, it's, just, it's, it's just a blessing to really do it with Crunch Time, who's definitely, to me, the best, what we do in Strong Island. And, and you know, like I said, it's a, it's a God's blessing. It's a blessing to be on Referee Rant. It really is. Man, that means a lot to me. But, you know, I could go back to just the conversation that we had two months into the pandemic when we were kind of going outside, but we were socially distanced. We ended up 
recording episode 184 when you were on the first appearance. And I just remember what really um, came out of that whole conversation was just your love of Dykeman basketball, right? So I think, yeah. like, I, I definitely wasn't shocked what was happening, but I did not know that you had like multiple cul-de-sacs that you own real estate in certain spots where you could talk to this person, you know, this person, you're shaking the thing and, you know, kind of gives me goosebumps of how much, you know, how much you're you're a staple there. And it's, it's, it's not surprising because you are really a master at organically building a network because you genuinely love basketball. And, you know, how the way I could tie that in with referees is that's really the importance of just popping out. You know what I'm saying? Just being seen, just being seen. Don't got to be, I wish I should be on that basketball game. Just the fact that Max and Mike saw me, you know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, I feel like I'm, I'm also an ally in the field with all of them. Like, I'm still trying to cheer, but when you hear the peanut gallery, you're like, come on, man, let yeah. them be. Like, you see what's happening? I think with Dykeman, it's like, like you remember I told you, Dykeman is a part of my culture, you know. my um, Just like in the documentary, it sounds so redundant. And both of my parents is Jamaican. You know what I mean? My stepfather and my moms were together first. They had three kids, my sisters. But my, um, she all grew up in the neighborhood. She all knew who my real father was. Um, throughout the whole exploration, and then um, my real father ended up being in Canada. My mom's my stepfather. I guess they went their separate ways. She ends up in Canada. She had a little bit of family, not too much. With my real father. And then, boom, I come here. So um, I grew up in... The six at first, I came to America when I was four years old. And, um, you know, first, we had 101st Street, Pleasant Avenue, right across from, you know, Manhattan Center. And um, with that whole story, you know, you know, basketball is what we grew up around. My, um, I moved to Dykeman the next year. My, my step-pops was always working in the building. My grandfather retired. My step-pops took over the main responsibility. And then when he became the main one there, we had a, you know, apartment eventually that we got in Dykeman. And then we became a super, so we had the basement. So, um, and I watched Dykeman um, from the origin. Like I told you, my moms didn't even want me to walk down the, um, the park the first year. I couldn't even go down. I didn't even get to go down to my second year. I knew what it was. I used to sit up my window and listen to the games and hear from my men tell me later on. And we seen it grow from such a baby. You know, Kenny... Ralph, I know, you know, Kenny know me. We all know each other. We know each other's family. Like, it goes so deep It's with other things. So that's why, like, I could go to them and I'll speak to them individually about certain stuff what another person can't speak to them about. Because, you, you know, you never over-abuse, I guess, what kind of, you know, sense of entitlement you have. Because throughout the years, no matter what, they, didn't, they never opened every door for me. Mm-hmm. A lot of doors I had to open for myself. And I think the biggest thing that I killed the game of basketball with was consistency. I, I, I would, yeah, all right, you can't get into this event? All right, I'm in there 50 minutes before. I'm there 60 minutes before. I'm there 50 minutes before. Oh, you only going to come three days in a row? I'm going to come 10 days in a row. Oh, you don't know? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to the players. I'm going to get my way on there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep kicking in the door. No matter how many times you think I'm not going to kick in the door, I'm going to keep kicking in the door. And eventually, you're going to have to accept me at your tournament because I'm here. And no matter where I went, I did the same thing to a point where I would just bring my peoples with me. It was my certain peoples. 
and go from that built a lot of uh, networks with people in Sugar Hill, Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens. You know, I mean, I, I can go to some people neighborhoods and go for tournaments and they're like, are you family out here? Because I impacted so many people in that neighborhood or whoever they was for ball. You know, I'm, I'm announcing at the game, Sweet Luke on my phone. It might not be none to the average person, but these are these are ball players, right? That are calling my phone. That we that and, and I'm not saying it to big it up him because me and Sweet Lou is like family, and we're we're not blood family, but we're family. Mm. So many of these guys call and they speak to me, and we speak about basketball, and it's normal. So this is something that you know when you see the passion, I don't even get Terry talking about it because. You know, being here is just, is just so different. Mm. It just, yeah, man, and and that's crazy that you're getting emotional about it, man. That's really a testament to you. But, yo, what what I really saw in that room at crunch time today, it's uh the place is called Sports Performance Nation, right? Yeah. That's what it's called yeah. now. So, um, there's a couple of iterations ago before it was JMF, and before it was Next Generation, but before that it was called. Fundamental sports training. Absolutely. And you know who are basketball trainers there? Who? You? <laughs> Ralph from Referee Rent. <laughs> Anthony Cox. And, oh, Jesus, Mo, Lord, and. Mo, Mo oh, 20. See, see that? Yeah. We all in the see same that? room. And, like, here we are, like, 10 years later in the same room and still being close to the game of basketball. And I thought about, you know, just how I met you of saying, like, yeah, I was reffing the crunch time game just like there was today. Yeah. And you, you recognize my voice. Yeah, absolutely. And like to the point that you were so connected with everything that was happening with that and that you recognized what I was doing and the fact that you knew everything and how it was well interconnected, the fact that now you're the MC over there, you know, I'm not surprised. But, you know, it's crazy. Like there's one thing to be surprised about how you get treated at Dykeman. But then there was another thing when you dropped the bombshell that you MC'd at that. Because I was like, I just, I just didn't know. Like I knew that your ching was your man, yeah. I but mean, I didn't. Like, I was like through osmosis, or it's like, nah. You know what? And and I started thinking about my own podcast story. It's like, bro, I've I've listened to so many podcasts to the point where it's like I already know what to do, even though I've never done it. Yeah. Like I feel like and and like when you ref um, like college games and and high level varsity games, they're always like three refs instead of two. Absolutely. But the thing is, when you first start, you just refing with two. When you refing with two, and you refing with two. So I remember I asked when I was at a camp, you go to a camp and you realize that you don't know three because you only know two and you have to pay for the camp to find out about three. And then you like find out that like there's a new level and you learn all that. But it's kind of like you the, the I asked somebody, how could you get good if you don't do any three person games? They were like, watch three person games because yeah. 10, 10 games equals one. Yep. So I was like, that means you must have watched hundreds of games hundreds. with people that was emceeing. So, you know, I, I guess like going back, the reason why I wanted to re-record the podcast because it was just a different time, man. You know, like we didn't know that this was going to be all open and we didn't know that you were going to be, you know, where you were with the emceeing. So I just want to know, like, what do you think was the evolution of you just getting on the mic like that? I tell you, it was, it was just so... We never we talked about it at crunch time, and um, it was just so crazy. With White, um, we'd always talk, and when he's on the sidelines, and I, th I, th I always thought White was really good, really, really good, still really good. And um, 
he'd have catch lines of cliches. And when he told me his story, I was like, they just threw you in the fire too. Like, you know, because they crunch time is like it's so family orientated on how it started that everybody had a job by accident. And you go there and you help and you work, you know, by accident. I bring my family there. This is like you gotta work, you gotta sweep. I mean, like, if you ain't with crunch time, what I'm doing then then you can stay home. You know what I mean? But when you come here, you gotta be ready to work. Like, you know what Jachink said, and um at the end of the day, it, it, it just came overnight. Like I said, we talked about it. And then one time Marcus brought it up with me and I didn't do it right away. In the chip game, I just felt like it was ready for that. And that's when he was doing the Just Hoop group. And I came in and the energy was right. And like I said, I did okay. But I did, I did enough where I was like, yo, he's okay. You know, and I just kept working on some things working on adding this in and I was like, oh yeah, remember this run? You know, it's, and it's just over time and, you know, I'm not biting or, or clicking off nobody. I just look at it like this, like, I've been around a lot of really good MCs in this game. Like, Cha-Ching is the best in New York and best in the world to me. Um, I've been around the Bobitos, the Joe Popes, the Mike Larrys, you know, Voice of Harlem now is really good, Slim Tim. Fly Ty from Brooklyn, uh, uh, Talk Spicy, here's Johnny. I mean, there's so many really good announcers in this game. Everybody that has their own style and their own way about going out. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure I left out a few. And if I did leave out a few, you know, don't feel some type of way because I'm in tune with everybody. Uh, smooth Key. You know what I mean? There's, there's so many, you know what I mean? that just do their thing. Um, um, pool, um, Terry Poole's dad with the women's game. Yep, yep, yep. You know what I mean? They, 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 I mean, there's so many. It's crazy that's her, that's her dad. Yeah, they, you know, and look at them. You know, She's there's, so good. There's, there's so many guys that are so good in the game and got their own styles. So I've been watching around so many times of these leagues. Like, I know I go to leagues and – Guys don't get tired of it, but it came to a point where it's like, you know, I expect him here. Big tournament Queens, he's there. Brooklyn, so it is like I've been around. I've seen so many different voices, and like I said, what works and what doesn't work, and what your style can be, and what the next person's style can be. And the lines and cliches, and you just develop your own style from that. Mm. So, you know, I've seen so many different styles, but like I said, the the biggest influence, no matter what, to me because we spent so many days just in the trenches together, you know, was Cha-Ching because, you know, we have such a, you know, good rapport how we could just, you know, speak. And you know, and he gave me everything with his with his guys and say, yo, bro, go on and do your thing. And, and I figured, like, those guys, you know, if he got the world, he got the city, I could get Long Island. Mm. And, and, and that's my thing where I'm just trying to make sure it's like, you know, me and White are doing great things. And I, I'm going to push that. You know, White White has the music and everything else he's doing, and he does the MC for basketball, but that's not his main thing. And I think I feel like I could take this right here and take um, Long Island with it. And I got Mr. E-Star said to me, he turned to me said, I love when you MC. And I said to him, I said, I'm just trying to put on for Long Island. Mm. I like to hear that, man. I really like to hear that. Now you got a sneak peek before anybody that wanted before I release it on Instagram. What'd you think about walking with Wavy? 
the first episode. Yeah, that was good, bro. Like, um, we got the ambiance of a real conversation. And um, you showed the street boy you, you had a good day to catch a ching that day. You know, um, it was kind of um, existentialist for you. You know, you, um, I, you, I knew you was going to be marveled, but that was a lot more breathtaking for you that day. And <laughs> the four, too. What? Hey, Bless. Uh-huh. Sitting there with the camera... He, he think he's Scorsese. Look, look at him. He think he Martin Scorsese. He just he he regrets look not having an iPhone. Unbelievable! It was um so phenomenal to um such a good day, right, guys? Yeah, it was we, it was it was. It was I didn't want to leave. We wanted a half games. I know. I and I knew that. I was like, and I was so just worried about. You paying the mortgage because if my black ass get kicked out of the crib, I know I could come live with your Filipino ass. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, give me the Knicks, and f and you don't even got to feed me. I'm going to get my own food and water. Just give me a room. Make sure the water work. I can shower. I'm fine. I promise you. But I tell you this much. Um, I just thought that yeah, you guys had a good day, and it was just, you guys are so busy. At, you, you have to experience three games there. No, and, I, I... And crunch time is... It's so crazy. Like, crunch time is getting that feeling. But for Long Island, they're indoor. Mm. And that's what I like that's so different. Like, and you know, I feel like I'm so blessed. Man, I feel like I'm a golden child. You don't understand, like... My parents are Jamaican. Okay? I was born in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Okay? You know where basketball was made? Uh, Massachusetts. Nope. Ont Duh. Ontario? Toronto, Ontario, Canada. By a gentleman named James A. Naismith. I promise you, hit the Google button. No, 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 I believe you. Yeah, yeah. And so that's where I was born. Jamaican parents came here when I was four years old to the best city in the stratosphere, mm. to New York. New York, New York City, the Mecca. Five boroughs. First place I touched, Harlem. I can't make none of this up. Let's, let's not forget Hempstead, though. You trying to tell him the end of the movie, and I didn't even get... <laughs> I just want to talk about our love yeah, for Hempstead, yeah, that's yeah, all. Yeah, 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 but... You, oh, man. So, so now... So now, we're in Harlem. We spend a year there. We go to Dykeman now. We're in Dykeman. Not an important place. Great baseball players that come here guy from Dykeman Projects named Lou Alcindor. He is not that good. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you know, over 30,000 points. Of course, he's not that good. Power Memorial, yeah, UCLA. He's a scrub, right? So that's the neighborhood you're from, from a neighborhood that gets morphed from the time you get there, right? And now, you are from the place that has the greatest from, you know, Rucker and everybody, and Rucker taught us all. We're not here without Rucker. Period. For street ball. Anywhere. 
now I'm at Dykeman, where now Dykeman becomes the greatest basketball outside street tournament in the stratosphere, right? Pretty much, definitely, definitely running in New York. But at the same time, in 1998, you moved to Long Island and you moved to Hempstead. That is probably one of the imp- most, if not the most important town in Long Island, right? And we're not going to talk about how many basketball players have come from these five districts right here of Roosevelt, Hempstead, Uniondale, Baldwin, and Roosevelt, Freeport, right? So now you at Hempstead, you know, where there's not that many good players that came from here, Julius Irving, Tutu Hollow, you know, they're not that good. So, right? So now, so, so you know, you're from this neighborhood where you get here in 1998, and you're blessed to be a part of this tournament that pretty much for Long Island. And I get to be blessed every day where I could go from one street to the next and I'm drinking champagne on both sides. Mm. And one day I could sit in the stands and enjoy it. And the other day I could rock the stands. And it's absolutely crazy how it just worked out for that. And Dykeman is my home, so it's always my culture. But boy, Crunch Time is the, is the brand right now, bro. I love that, man. I love that you're you're inspired by one piece of something that means so much to you. To you know, I, I I've like I share that, and I told you off air that I'm inspired by just I guess my renewed purpose of making Long Island great. Yeah, so much. There's so much. We have a lot of hoopers here, bro. A lot of hoopers, a lot of athletes. I have a lot of guys that created a lot of so much talent here. In general, this we 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 might have so much famous more people that come from here. It, like I said, it's when you when you become famous and you from Brooklyn or Harlem or the Bronx or whatever Queens, it's just so marketable to say like it makes more sense. We've had so many. I mean, if we go down the Google list of people that's famous from Long Island actors. Producers, ball players, everything will be here forever. Mm. You know what I mean? We might not have as many rappers as the bros, but we had great rappers that come out here too and everything, you know? So at the end of the day, like I said, I feel like I'm so blessed to be from uptown. I wasn't from Harlem, but I was, you know, I was there in Harlem at first, raised in Dykeman. You know what uptown is about for both sides. Great family, great people from Harlem and Sugar Hill. Shout out to my guys, you know, Guard Nation, they got a league coming real soon. One day thing, they usually didn't know what, you know, like I said, Crunch Time is doing so well. Oh my guys are doing so well. And um, I'm just so happy, man. I'm just really like, I'm really, you understand my baby. I just had a newborn not too long. I'm just really in a good place right now. I'm just really, really happy. That's good, man. Congratulations to that. You're probably not getting any sleep. So I wasn't surprised that when we ended up going from 5.45 to, you know, doing this late night, that you was not going to have any problems because I'm sure that you're, uh, Newborn is keeping you up, man. How's yeah, that going? I told him, I told the guys, I told my, I brought my son out to the game and his little nephew, his little, um, my little nephew, um, Union Dad running a little champ, be out there down south doing his thing. They couldn't hang. My, my little man was good. He, he could hang, but he didn't want to hang. Skirt? So I said, go ahead. He dropped me off. He like, yo, you good? I'm like, you asking me if I'm good. So where he at? He at home now? Yeah, they at home. They, you know, we're down the road. Yeah, we're I know. And he asked me, he, look, he getting big now. He, uh, that's my, that's my son. So he don't want to be seen at Roosevelt Field with you? No, he want to see. I'm the waviest. All right, I'm just making sure. Yeah, are you are you dumb? No, 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 no. I'm just I'm just asking. 
Bro, getting, my parents were always. Yeah, it, I it was embarrassed me, so it's, it's kind of like I'm trying to like. Still, I, I can't believe I like my my son thinks I'm cool. You, you know what I'm saying? You know what's so crazy. Sometimes I do still embarrass him because I'm still I'm, why like, not? I'm quiet, but I'm vocal. I mean, why not? And I'm a clown and I'm stupid. And then I don't care if what I say is corny or whack. I'm gonna say it anyway, and you just gonna still love me. And sometimes he be like, oh, I be like, but I said, that's what makes me. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, so so, but he. he are you kidding me? You can't. You know, me, you, you with the waviest. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, man. I do love so, that. Yeah, we, we, good in, we good in that aspect. So I guess what the future holds for you is that, I mean, there's one thing to, you know, I, I think it's cool. Like even today, uh, just, just right before I got here, I was at Chipotle and some kid was like, you know, I mean, I got a podcast. I'm like, all right, yeah, so tell me more about it. He's like, I didn't start it yet. I'm like, okay, tell me more about it. He's like, well, I'm still waiting for it to get, I was like, yeah, man, because it's hard. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. So I was saying that there's one thing to get that and get that bestowed upon you, the MCing, but there's another thing to retain it and improve on it. What does the future hold with all that? I just want to um, keep putting on for um, for, for long hour, for real. I think we got a good plateau here. I like what crunch time is. I wish that we um, we going to keep pushing. Marcus works so hard behind closed doors, most so dedicated. Right? I think we um, keep pushing, hopefully... Like we we so self made, but hopefully we could get somebody that's a big sponsor to um to help with certain things, and then push it to a whole different plateau where everybody, you know, we we gonna work and do what we gotta do regardless. But um, you know, you never we don't we're not worried about finances per se, but you know, if something could happen and that could click in for everybody, cause of everything we we gonna put on and do what we gotta do from long out regardless. So. Word. I mean, they don't got to give no bucks or do nothing anyway. It's still going to be what it is, and it's still going to be crunch time or nothing. But, um, you know, that, that's our, that, to me, I think that's the biggest push, where it's like, let's get this right so that the right person can sponsor it and still keep crunch time. And, like, we're not even disrespecting no sponsor. We don't even need your help, per se. You give us a couple staff members more. And we can still do this ourselves. We've been doing it for a long time, and piece by piece. Of how they doing it? With, with, with just all you gotta do is sign the checks, and I promise you that you'll get a brand that will be well talked about, well publicized, elite competition. And you got you know Long Island is what I like about Long Island. You know the boroughs are so different, like. You gotta remember, like the boroughs are the boroughs. Like, even though every Biden boroughs are the boroughs. Like, remember Brooklyn, stay with Brooklyn. Like Queens, stay with Queens. Harlem, Harlem is a part of Manhattan. Like, like everybody stay with their own regions. But it's like you gotta remember in Long Island. Like, if you from Suffolk and you good, like you got a man. Like everybody got somebody they could call and they could come down and can play. Like we got a lot of guys that came out to play. Justin Ray Foreman, AJ Price. You know, like we got a lot of pro guys that came out and played. And it's because of the love of crunch time. So if we can get it to a different plateau, you know, who knows? That, that's why I think the biggest vision with it, I'm going to just keep trying to do I love. I love doing announcing. Like, I don't got to get no bucks for it in the future. Nothing like, I did an event the other day with my guy, Mr. Shaquille Mosley. Hopefully you both have on here. And um, I didn't know at first, the outside event, and he called me like on a Thursday on it. I was at work, and he's like, yo, can you work an event? You know, rest in peace for um young man Terrence Brown who passed away a few years ago in 2018. And um, 
Mosley, I said, Mosley, I do work Saturday. I was going to go with the kids and stuff. So I was like, you know, if I, I, I depends, you got to tell me what's going on. He said, yeah. Well, I said, Mosley, if we do it, I ain't going to ask for a, a trillion dollars. I said, that's the first thing I said, listen, I ain't cha-ching. <laughs> I ain't none of those guys. Yeah, my fee is not my fee. I'm not going there with that crazy. Like, you can wear the I shirt, mean, no? Yeah, you know, well, I can't for him, you know, but my fee is my fee. But, you know, I said, listen, I ain't, I ain't there yet. We're not going to discuss that demographics. I said, I'll do it for, you know, this is such a low price. I said, I won. I said, Mosley, me and Mosley got so good from crunch time. I said, Mosley, honestly, if you didn't have it, I'll do the event for free for you. You know what I mean? Because you my guy. Because right now, like, what I'm doing is, is money, but it's a lot more than money. I'm making a voice, and I'm building my own platform. Like, for what I'm doing, like, you know what's scary now? Like, I was always, I ain't even bigging up myself. Like, I always knew people. It was like, I go places now, and random people stop me. Yo, you the... I know the feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on the block. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh snap. I know the feeling. And I was like, oh snap. I said, damn, I forgot. You did that to me. Yeah, I, I put yeah, I put on for <laughs> a thousand people in the not, I said, I was put on for 200, 250 people in the gym. And you don't know who those 200, 250 people know. Right. And then and now they film it on a camera. And now they get it going in. And then I'll be like, yo, no, I seen you on such and such. You the, uh, and my man was talking, I was like, oh what? I said, damn. Yeah, not everyone has the capacity to be cool under, you know, the frenzy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a skill. You have that skill for sure, man. God bless. <laughs> We're going to leave some more meat on the bones, man. I'm really excited to have this down, recorded, uh, this podcast. Hopefully we'll be able to splice some of this and then make that three-part installment. And then hopefully next week we get to go to Dykeman and figure that out, man. But I want to leave more meat on the bones for yeah, part we three. More. We got more. Yeah, one more. But Any, before, before I even go, let me tell you something. I got, got, I got things to say. Rafiq, nothing but the sports talk. Please pay attention. We doing that too. God Nation, August 28th. Do that too. Um, August 29th, um, to freshen the chiller event. That's going on. Crunch Time Basketball is still going on. Of course, shout out to Dykeman. I love y'all. What we do with Crunch Time, that's the brand. We doing that too. There's a lot of great things. City is mine next week. There's a lot of things that's going on in New York. Well, basketball, Slim Tim, Slim Tim came the other day to crunch time. So shout out to him and what they're doing. Ching, you know how I feel about you already. So we're already good here. There's a lot of things. Um, J.O. Draft Pick, 51631. You know, Deuce, all my guys that um, keep supporting for Long Island, Strong Island. We're doing the right. you in the rent. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people I'm forgetting. I forgot about you. Don't feel bad. You, I'm, I got you. The Strong Island, I promise you. We on, for announcing and everything that I'm doing, I got you on my back. I promise you. Yeah, and truly, don't feel bad if he doesn't do that, man. It takes a lot of courage to come on this thing because it, I mean, like, look, when you hear it, your voice, you're just like, wow, this is daunting. And J-Red, for J-Red, don't say I love J-Red, I love you too, bro. You were never, uh, you were never phased when it came to, you know, doing this. So, like I said, we're bonded in that frenzy, man. Any other final words you want to say before we part ways? I'm good. Mo, Maybach, Marcus, appreciate y'all, man. This is how we got it right here. We're going to keep going for the island. Mm. So we're going to just keep doing it for the island. It's 51631. And no island, strong island. You know how we do wavy walk on the one and twos. We're going to get it real different for strong island. You know, playoffs is coming real soon. We different. I promise you, man. This game is really different. I'm not the better than nobody, but I'm just real different. Word. 
For Wavy, Brian Walker, this is Ralph the Ref. This is The Rant. We are signing out. Peace.